Coming up on today's show, a bit of a slow news week, so Brian and I dive into all our favorite games we're currently playing and more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast, updating you all on the latest in video gaming news, trends, and new releases with a dash of wild tangents along the way. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here alongside my co-host, my brother, the controller-snapping Sanchacho himself. And Brian, I almost snapped some things recently myself <laughs> because this episode almost did not happen. Oh my um, God. Nothing's better than watching you almost flip out over audio. I, I mean, we both flip out at certain things very specifically. Bro, so. I haven't felt that rage inside of my body in a very long time. And for anyone who doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about, um, we are recording this on the Wednesday with this dropping on Friday um, because we had some scheduling conflicts and we both had a complete change of gear between um, our new jobs and everything. So this was a bit of a shit show of a week. We sat down and we're like, okay, we got all our stuff. We're ready to go. I ordered a new audio interface. We, We prepared as much as we could. And this thing was just not fucking working we tried what were we an hour last night easily literally just to try and have both of our voices recorded remotely and put into one file while we could both hear each other live it apparently that's impossible in 2022 but we're here we did it fuck yeah um and this is going to be a bit of a different episode because you know we did initially want to do this yesterday so it was going to be a lot earlier than we normally do Normally, um, the show being kind of an update of what's going on in the week, there wasn't a whole lot going on this week. Um, friggin' E3 got canceled again. Don't think anyone even cares. Um, it's all about Summer Games Fest anyways these days. Mm-hmm. And Square Enix announced a new Tomb Raider. I don't know if you even heard about that. They didn't show a single frame of it. No trailer, nothing. So, like, the news was kind of like, eh, wah, wah, like, kind of yeah. shit this week. So what we're going to do on today's episode, um, and I think we can have a bit of fun with this, um, is just talk about like the best games that we're playing right now. What's out? Um, what's, you know, some of the games I'm talking about were games that are older and were on sale or available through Game Pass at the moment. Um, and just kind of like dive into what we're doing right now, what we're enjoying about these games. And yeah, I think that'll be a, a fucking good time. So to start things off, um, what are you playing right now and what are you enjoying? So right now I, I've been enjoying slash being a little irritated with a couple games. So I just came off the very long stretch of playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the definitive edition for PS5. Mm-hmm. And man, I think we've talked about it on this show, but for anyone who's a new listener, that game is broken. My good God. And like the graphics, I was like, I'm not that impressed until I had to look up how to complete a mission because I couldn't figure it out and I saw the PS2 graphics from 20 years ago. Wow. I will give this game that like the polish they put on Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City and San Andreas, phenomenal compared to what they used to look like because I my memory is in 4K. The reality was not. Well, that's what uh, we were talking about, like, right? It's like they updated these games to be what your memory yes, was thinking them. That's as. right, brilliant. But then when you see when they what they really were, oh back in god, the day, it's kind of scary. But like aside from that, um, the thing crashed on me. So I played. I don't know how long to San Andreas. There's a hundred missions. I didn't do any of the side shit. I didn't do like ambulance missions or vigilante missions or anything. I just golden pathed it. I think that's like what 30, 40 hours, maybe not even. Hundred missions, hundred story missions. It crashed six times. And we're talking like PS5, like the game crashed. Do you want to submit a report? Okay. Like six times that happened. Um, So super buggy. And then like, I don't know, just like random stuff. I've talked about this on a show before where you'd hit a pole and the pole would disappear into the ground. That, That makes my life easier actually. So I wasn't that bothered by that. But that was a little weird. May have happened in the original game. I don't even remember. The gunplay in this game is fucking awful. And what's, what's hilarious is that I think they improved it from what it was. Um, I don't know how we played this game. Like is it, physically is it with our hands. Because I, I played three and I played about half of Vice City. So I know what you're talking about. 
but in your opinion do you think it's bad objectively or it's bad just because it's old and you have come to terms with like way better modern mechanics and in contrast (laughs) it's shit because personally i and again i haven't played san andreas yet i only did all of three um vice city but like they have the same fucking mechanics i think it's the same i I didn't have that big a problem with it like so what i found and tell me if you found this too Every enemy in that game is a bullet sponge, but I die in four hits. And I'm I'm so confused as to why that is. Um, I don't know if that was a Vice City specific thing. I don't know if I'm just bad at shooting games. But um, like trying to take over territory in San Andreas, like each territory, you're part of the Grove Street gang. You're trying to take over like the Ballers gang, the Los Esperandos, or the fuck they are. You're trying to take over Vice City and or um, San Andreas, turn every section green. Honestly, probably some of the hardest shit I've ever played because these enemies are coming at you. You only have so many weapons. Reloading is a complete joke. So reloading takes forever and like you duck, you cover, whatever, but like they'll, they'll hit me with four bullets. I'll unload entire clip into them and nothing happens. I unloaded entire clip into a guy's head and nothing happened. Like it's just a broken game. So I got really frustrated with that. Did you enjoy yourself? Because it sounds like you did not. I did enjoy myself a little bit. What what are some of the highlights then, man? Come on. So the the highlights for San Andreas, uh, first of all, the highlights is that the story is so forgettable that I was able to put on a podcast and have that playing instead of the actual. So like that's my jam right now is playing games where I can listen to a podcast as the soundtrack instead of listening to narrative. Because when you listen to narrative, I I love that too. But you have to really pay attention with with San Andreas, the story literally doesn't matter. So it's like I was able to listen to some cool podcasts, listen to some music. So that was really cool. Driving's pretty good for how old it is. The the speed of the cars, the speed CJ runs at. Hey, real quick, IO Interactive, take notes maybe from how they constructed uh, CJ to run because that's how fucking Agent Forty Seven should run oh in Hitman God, One, Two, and Three. Like, okay, <laughs> like poor fingers holding down L one oh, for that something like that. Run. One of the shoulder and buttons. It's so slow, so, so slow. slow. Yeah, but but they figured that out and like you work out, you can run faster. I kind of like some of those mechanics. I like that for health, you just go eat. That made sense. So I had fun driving around. I had fun doing some drive bys. The missions are creative. Like they are helicopters, 747s jump out of a private plane with a parachute. The jetpack is amazing. Like I did have a good time with this game, but like the combat, whenever I, and by the way, specifically the gang takeover combat, cause it's really heavy. It's waves. It's like zombies in call of duty. Right. Yeah. So like three waves of enemies, I died far more than I succeeded. So I was just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and that was just the end of that. Um, but anyway, like a solid, like six, seven out of 10, if you really like San Andreas, cool. The question for me now becomes, do I buy it in VR when it comes out? And I'm like, like, I kind of don't want to, I kind of don't want to, but I kind of want to play a Grand Theft Auto game in VR also. You having like freshly just got off of it would have a more informed opinion because I just have like just you know, the most nostalgic memories of that game and the thought of stepping foot into it in VR is so fucking enticing. Yeah. But I, you know, having played three in vice city, I could see that being a good time at that open world. Yeah. Um, the, the freedom that you have even back then in something like San Andreas getting into like, I'm trying to imagine the, um, that is it the Harrier, like the jet that you end up. Yeah, the Harrier was cool. Flying that in VR and having total freedom of, of what that means. Uh, jumping out and parachuting down into the city like there's some shit in that game where i'm like vr if this is done right and not gonna make me hurl into the fucking wind um could be really yeah i can't imagine the game being more than 30 bucks so maybe i'll buy it i'll i'll send you my headset so you can fuck around and then we can talk about it on the show because i don't know if and then i'll try it but i probably won't i can't imagine i'll dive into it too much but um, maybe that's what we'll do for the show. If it's affordable, yeah. Like, that's if it's, I think it's going to be like most VR games are like thirty bucks. They're not. You're not. And then we're talking Canadian dollars, by the way. Um, no one's paying eighty dollars for a VR game. I don't think I've ever seen one that expensive. Well, here's the thing: the, the trilogy. What we're talking about the, the the trilogy you just played mm. through, three Vice City and San Andreas. 
was full price would you but recommend now having played all three that you got your money's worth would you recommend it to anyone that's like mm, yeah no like should i pay full price should i wait for a sale type of deal yeah i mean it depends didn't they port it over to ps4 too or no they port when's the last time they ported these games i think it's about three they never oh, did no, maybe no, not the, what you played this is the first time there's first ports, time but not there's ports but not remakes i would if you were into the games like we were as kids for sure that's worth 80 dollars all day i think three and vice city were the standouts because vice city i kind of like the story um and vice city you could do some cool stuff and it was in miami and the cars were cool one thing about san andreas is it was all fucking k cars everywhere like it was really hard to find unless you're in las venturas which is las vegas i do like that by the way i like that there was clearly like los santos which is la san fierro which is san francisco and las venturas which is uh, which is las vegas in vegas there were a few cool cars but for the most part, it's fucking four-door K cars. And I'm like, what is happening? But whereas in Vice City, you would just trip and fall over four of the fastest cars in the game. So I just thought that was more fun. But I would highly recommend it. A game I would recommend even more, though, is the game I played after San Andreas, which you told me to play. And you've been on an unbelievable streak on recommendations for me. My friend Pedro. Dude, good fucking tits. I good love lord, so man. <laughs> I think oh I only paid like $20 for it to give everybody perspective. And it's like the most fun I've ever had. It's like seven hours long. Yeah. Like it's not a long game. It is so fun. You're literally this guy in a mask and there's a banana that talks to you, which is insane. Like you're just like hallucinating and this banana is talking to you. And it's a, it's a side-scrolling platformer. You can go into slow-mo and it's a shooter. It's the a platform shooter. Where that game insane. The it's ricochet that like you can literally fire a frying pan up into the air and then shoot the frying pan and it ricochets in every direction and kills everyone in the room. Like so much fun. You but can you can push over you tables. The skateboard. skateboard oh. and do like backflips while going in amazing. slow motion and just amazing people. Oh my like God. easily ten out of ten. Like that. That game is the same vibe as Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami yeah. being over the head kind of whatever 1632 bit whatever it is like old 80s looking arcade style but this was like this was like hotline miami refined for ps4 and uh i had so much fun with that game i was upset that it ended it was completely outlandish the story made no sense whatsoever oh, like hotline miami like, like yeah it complete like so much cocaine involved in yeah. the in the writing of the story uh, it's cocaine and maybe some dude. acid. Uh, like I was, I was telling you last night about like Devolver and how like they take the piss out of like E three conferences and have their own like show where they make fun of it all. Mm-hmm. Their games, man, like they have misses for sure because they they produce so much shit with the studios underneath them that like pump out games all the time. But like they're the they're the publisher behind like fall guys and death door and hotline Miami and enter mm. the gungeon and bro force and fucking, uh, my friend Pedro Katana zero, like the list of games. And you look at all these games being, you know, on the more arcadey side, but Holy shit. They are one of the last publishers that are keeping that like arcade. Let's just hop in, play a level. That's all the time I have. Yeah and jump yeah. out they're Brilliant. keeping that shit alive and i fucking i love so many of their games and no one else makes games quite like them and there tends to be an overall like this isn't like a a must for every one of their games but even the ones you've played now there's like this overarching um re- similarity to each game where it's just they're all ultra violent or bloody or yeah. like adult in some fashion or like they just they have this like secret sauce that I I can't put my finger on, but holy fuck! Like so, dude, literally Grayson, my four year old son. For those of you who don't know, I talk about him all the time. He comes down, PlayStation's open, and by the way, hey, real quick, PlayStation Five, give me some fucking folders. Why did you give it to me on PS4 and not on PS5? Honestly, I want to know. Oh, because they they love going backwards. Infuriating, completely from In, scratch every generation. Infuriating, infuriating. Who's making these decisions? You should be fired. What the actual fuck? It's problematic, dude, because 
I can't customize what home screens look like even between profiles. So Grayson has a profile where it's like oh. Astrobot is the only thing I want on the screen. I know where you're going. Can't do that. So Grayson comes down um, from like his from like playing on his iPad or whatever, and he comes down for a snack. And he looks at the screen. He's like, "Daddy, what's that came with the banana?" Because fucking my friend Pedro, the tile on PS Five is a fucking banana with a smiley face, with two guns and a bunch of bullets on the ground. And I'm like, "That's not for you, buddy. That's an adult game." He's like, "What do you mean? That banana looks like he's a lot of fun." And I'm like, "He is a lot of fun. I Violent was, fun." I was scared that you were gonna bring up Hotline Miami, and he scrolled past that because if you know what the the fucking oh cover art of that like, game is, a bunch of intense. guys wearing animal heads covered in blood, and there's a half naked girl that the guy's holding. And there's just a massacred body on the floor. And I thought that's what you were going to say. I have scrolled past Hotline Miami with him in the room, hoping he didn't see it. But like PlayStation, let me put all the violent shit in a folder he can't see unless he goes in. And he won't do that. He only, I only let him play Astrobot when me or my wife are with him. So he's never going to like stumble into a game he shouldn't. I've, but I can't control the home screen. There's, there's not parental yes, controls. Yes, there is, but it doesn't matter. There is. So I can hook it up so that Grayson on his profile can only access Astrobot and no other game. Okay. Or just, sorry, not just Astrobot, any game I have that's rated E for everyone. Right. If it's rated teen or above, he'll click it and it'll say parental controls on. You can't do this, which is fantastic. Thank you for putting parental controls but in. However, the, the damage is done when he hovers over the cover art. Right. So like, give me folders. What the fuck? Um, anyways, <laughs> that's, that's that whole thing. But one game that I'm going to start playing right now, I actually started uh, earlier today playing it. It's so much fun. And I want to learn because I want Grayson to play it and I want him to get good at it because I think he'll have a blast. It's Hot Wheels Unleashed. Right. Okay, you finally got around to it. Finally got around to it. I played it earlier. It's very similar to all the all the racers we've played where it's like a map and you start here and then you got to do a race here and then a race here and a race here. But it's like in the basement of someone's house. Yeah. yeah. You're an actual Hot Wheels car. And it's a kart racer. It's not serious. It's nothing like Gran Turismo whatsoever. And it's just so much fun. The drifting in this game, you have, it's one of those games where you have a refillable, rechargeable uh, nitro boost on every car. Nice. So like you use the boost strategically when it runs out, you got to wait like brilliant. And I want to, I want him to get into that because he'll genuinely have so much fun. How, how I have to get good at it. How's the selection <laughs> of cars? I'm curious because I've seen the DeLorean. I've seen like a lot yeah. of the, you know, when we were kids and we had like the Hot Wheels and Micro Machines and like all these yeah. iconic looking little plastic cars. Does it kind of capture any of that, or is it just realistic Dude. looking cars that no. are miniature? No, they're they're literally Hot Wheels matchbox cars. The, so the car uh, you start off with like an option of two cars. One car looks like an Eldorado, like a really old, long sedan. And then the other one is like, looks like fucking Dominic Toretto's charger from Fast and the Furious, but it's Hot Wheels. So it's like big wheels. The fenders are all flared out. Like, yeah, yeah, they're little micro racers. But dude, I want to get good at this game because what's going to happen is Grayson will get into it like, daddy, I can't win this race. Can you win it for me? And I got to be good enough to win it for him. You know what I mean? I can't, he can't come in third, be like, daddy, beat this for me. And I come in eighth. The fuck is that? Daddy can't be no bitch. Daddy got to go balls to the wall. So I'm playing Hot Wheels Unleashed. I literally played it for 20 minutes earlier today. And I'm like, I cannot wait to go play this more. And it's like, dude, the game was like $30. The whole, the, our, everyone who listens to this must be like, Brian's a fucking cheap motherfucker. But listen, when you buy as many games as I do, you can't pay full price. It makes no sense. You're still catching up, you know? You're still trying, yeah. to, trying to catch up. Not anymore. Games. Now I'm waiting for PS Plus, the remake. Yes. Before I go buying anything else, Hot Wheels Unleashed I bought a while ago when it was on a deal, but highly recommend it. And um, that's it, man. That's basically what I've been playing. I'll check my list, see if there's anything else. But uh, we should probably get to some of your stuff. Anything you've been playing besides? Well, uh, um, yeah, well, you brought up PS Plus because one of these games is a confirmed title straight out the gate for the revamped PS Plus, and it is also currently on Game Pass. And that is Mortal Kombat 11. I picked this up. It was like, I don't know, two weeks ago. They had the sale. And it was like 30 bucks. And I got the ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat 11 and the like ultimate edition, whatever they call it, for Injustice 2. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't played a fighting game in a while. Whatever. I went into it 
thinking like I, in uh, how do I phrase it? Like I'm not the biggest fight. I don't think of myself as like a fighting game diehard. You know, like people talk about fighting games. I'm like, okay, I've played Super Smash Bros. Um, I don't know, like the Dragon Ball Z games back in the day were definitely my mm-hmm. jam. Like I, I did sink a lot of time into that. Other than that, I couldn't even name you other like Tekken. Never played much of it. Um, fuck, what's it? There's another uh, really popular one, Street Point, Fighter. But yeah, Street Fighter. All these games, I, I they don't appeal to me, right? So I'm like, okay, like Mortal Kombat though, I know. The and original like, Mortal Kombat was the absolute tits. Well, Mortal Kombat this, one and two, the first Sega Genesis was incredible. This is what happened. I booted up Eleven, and I start I start playing the story mode, and immediately. I just had some sort of fucking like I don't know epileptic seizure, and I woke up and I'm like, I forgot how fucking insanely heavy into Mortal Kombat I was, because the last game I played, and the last game I played a fuck ton of, was Mortal Kombat Nine. That came out in 2011. Oh wow! So here's the gap, right? We're in 2022. That's 12 years of like they had Mortal Kombat 10 in between in 2015. I, I recently played it. I played it when it came out. I, like, I've tried it several times. I'm not a big fan of that game. Uh, I think it looks muddy. I'm not a fan of like the art style they gave to a lot of the characters. Um, I basically just watched the story mode on YouTube as a movie. And I kind of forgot I did that. So I'm watching this, and it's like picking up off like a, a thread. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Wait, wait what was the last Mortal Kombat game I played? I go back, and I'm like oh okay the last one i played being mortal kombat 9 was not called mortal kombat 9 it was just called mortal kombat that's the one that came out on ps3 xbox 360 it had like the uh the fucking banging soundtrack with like skrillex making a reptile song that is fucking hard hitting as hell like that time in my life i dude i played this game all the fucking time like friends would come over we would rock that shit all night and i i know everything about this game has all my favorite characters in it and i kind of forgot that period of my life so i'm like hang on if that's nine and you know 10 being the one i don't like we're at 11 now what the fuck was eight (laughs) so i start going back and i'm like okay what's eight what's armageddon that was on ps2 i played the fucking shit out of that game yeah, yeah. Or, or Armageddon, Annihilation, Armageddon, something. Annihilation. Like that. Um, I start going back, and I'm like, Deadly Alliance. I played the shit out of that one, I, dude. I, <laughs> I, I looked back. I thought. How have in you my forgotten mind, all this? In my because in my mind, I thought for some reason that Mortal Kombat had tons and tons of spinoffs and games that I missed because I'm looking at Mortal Kombat Nine, thinking that was 12 years ago. I've missed easily a handful of games well i missed one you know yeah. well, i missed two now that i'm catching up on 11 i've only missed the the one being 10 so it kind of blew my mind i'm like oh damn i'm like i'm actually like a fucking huge mortal Kombat fan i thought i had like a <laughs> grasp on only a portion of the lore turns out i know every fucking thing about it so i'm like oh damn this is like amazing okay hang on i actually know way more than i thought i did like i thought i was going in and i'd be lost and i wouldn't know any of the fucking new characters given there there is some new shit happening in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to come out straight out the gate. This game is fucking incredible. And I, I did not expect this. I just wanted a fun, uh, you know, couple hours, beat some people up, look at the fatalities, and call it a day. Uh, I am super into this game. And, like, I'm, I, I'm so addicted to it. I cannot wait to finish it. Because the fucking story mode is so sick. They started this thing back in it was mortal kombat 9 they kind of like soft rebooted it so this is reflecting the first um movie that came out back in the 90s that mm-hmm. whole loose story about it's the first tournament you know a fucking luke cage is a piece of shit that uh, uh luke cage johnny cage yeah. is a huge piece of shit that's just like oh what's this he doesn't believe any of the mythical stuff until he sees it for himself and he's like whoa wait what did i get myself into and Sonya Blade has the whole thing going on with Kano, and they have like this beef, um, Sub Zero versus Scorpion, and there's that whole lineage of them having fucking beef back in the day, like that whole thing. They did that in 2009. Or, uh, but sorry. the turn. Here's the thing: in Eleven, does the tournament actually happen? Because in the movie, it was just all of them talking to each no, no, other no, 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 no. and practicing for said tournament that never happened. 
No, the the, the, fir- the 90s movie, the tournament happened. You're talking <coughs> the 90s. About the, the, I'm talking the about the newest, the reboot newest Forget movie the reboot that's ever trash. happened because Ugh. that is the worst fucking movie worst ever. Worst thing ever. Just honestly, if you're not going to play this game, but I do recommend you play it <coughs> once it comes to PS Plus. Oh, yeah. And, and for any Xbox user, again, this is on Game Pass right now. Um, mm-hmm. The story mode is fucking so sick, dude. <laughs> like, e- okay. you show me a bit of it. So good. Here, here's the, here's the pitch, okay? Because me, I'm in, I'm in a different situation, kind of realizing, oh shit, I actually played all the mainline titles. I thought I missed out on a bunch, so I, I'm kind of caught up on a lot of like the lore. And there is some fucking lore to this game. There is some history and lore to the characters. It's kind of bananas. Um, but what this game does for people who aren't caught up, so like yourself, you're familiar with that, what I just described in that reboot or in the, the 90s films or in the first kind of three games on Sega Genesis, that that overarching story. Everyone kind of, everyone knows who fucking Liu Kang is, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden. We, like everyone who is into video games at least recognizes those names. What this game does, and it, dude, it's so brilliant. Uh, this is not new, by the way, for Mortal Kombat. They do a lot of time travel. So in 9, they did time travel. It's like Raiden having visions, and the whole game is him trying to correct the timeline. In 11, they come straight out the gate by being like, there's a fucking ripple in time. All this crazy shit's happening with actual time travel. And all of the versions of the characters from the 90s, so we're talking like wearing 90s clothing, all the ninjas, so Sub-Zero and Scorpion, all these guys, that classic ninja-looking outfit where it's just like a solid color. They got like the the face mask, um, that whole design that we all can recognize from the original Genesis titles. All those dudes get brought in to the modern-day Mortal Kombat timeline, which, by the way, is a 30-year gap. So you have, like, a 50-year-old Johnny Cage. You have, you know... Dude, everyone changes allegiances. Like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are best friends now, and they're both good guys. And people who were good guys the whole time are now evil or dead and brought back as zombies. Like, it's so fucked up. But the way that they marry the nostalgia from the 90s so if you were to step foot in this game not having played the last let's say you know seven titles you're just gonna walk into this and be like okay well the first little bit what the fuck's going on there's time travel there's well these character models look kind of insane and they're really old and then out of nowhere they bring this whole game the whole fucking story is one long ass super hype action movie that goes balls to the wall with fighting every two seconds and it's a roller coaster that just does not stop so you get to see versions of characters face off once again like against one another you see the past versions come in and have they still have beef with that like same character but it's like they're fighting generations you know across like the 90s versions just kicking the shit out of some 50 year old version that like they were angry at 30 years ago like this whole thing just sitting back and watching this game unfold and the, the fighting itself, like I thought I was just going to, I basically just set it to easy and I just wanted to really just have some fun. Every time it kind of gives you control of the characters, you can really like the, the graphics of this game are bananas. Um, it's a proper PS5 version. And I know on uh, Xbox, they have the Series X version. It's absolutely gorgeous. So I actually found myself getting insanely deep into the fighting, which I did not think would be the case i kind of just wanted this to be like a like a popcorn movie thing where i engaged every once in a while had like a fun fight and moved on dude i'm like i'm grinding out different characters and trying to fucking get like all their costumes and shit like i have gotten deep into this game and the the, the cream on all of this fucking cake is that the dude from the 90s movie that plays um fuck what it, his name of course is escaping me right now um the give me your soul <laughs> you know oh shang sung thank you um same dude the actor plays him and is modeled after him in mortal kombat 11 your soul is mine yeah literally yeah. the dude and like that's hilarious the, the, isn't he like 100 years old uh 
well, that's the thing, right? It's time travel. So he is super fucking old at the beginning, but then his younger self comes back. And it no, but is, like, isn't is the actor still alive? Like, that's yeah. that oh, was yeah. a concern to me. No, he's still kicking. They in the game, like they they kind of model the '90s version, though. The mm. the old version, of course, is a one to one match to what he looks like now. But uh, it, what you have in your mind, what you're thinking about right now, that version of him is in the game. Cool. And like the voice cast, like Troy Baker um, voices one of the. Um, of course he does. <laughs> one of the guys, and just it, overall, man, like this game is is a fucking. I I would say a nine out of ten, only because the microtransaction system is absolute fucking horseshit. It it really does knock the game down from being almost a perfect fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a premium currency. There's grinding. There's like. I don't know to unlock your costumes you have to go into this like third person um explorable world where you just run around and open chests with your premium currency they call it the crypt and it's it's been a thing for a while but they really really like try and fucking dive into your pockets in this game and it's it's mm. super egregious um other than that holy fuck when this comes out and you get the revamp playstation plus you have to play this game even if it is what I said originally what I wanted to do, which was just watch it as a movie. Mm. Like you could do it on YouTube and get almost as much out of it, but there is something about like sitting down, having the controller in your hand, you know, having this fucking nostalgic feeling, dude, you see the old ass scorpion walk on the screen with the get over here like that shit. But there's like the older versions of all the characters and they all clash in some big Avengers level event. Um, you're going to get a fucking kick out of this game for sure. And nice. the fighting again, you can set it to very easy if it's just not your cup of tea, but the feedback, the combos, the, just the special moves. If you want to spam those super fun, looks gorgeous and plays like fucking butter. Um, so that is like my number one reco right now. If anyone has not tried mortal Kombat, even if you are not a fighting game person, trust me, this game has something for you just because of the presentation it gives. Um, and I won't dive in as deep on this next one because it is a very similar situation. But uh, I also got in Injustice 2 with this whole bundle, right? And Injustice 2, pretty much everything I just said, minus the, the narrative elements, um, applies to Injustice 2. But now you're talking fucking DC characters. So a full fleshed out DC story with all your favorite heroes that you get to just sit back watch and every once in a while you gain control you beat the living piss out of another superhero with whoever you're given and this game is sick the customization of all the heroes goes completely next level um and that dude this combo like that was some of the best $30 I've spent because I'm just I'm loving these games and anyone who has game pass download this shit try it out they're both on there right now i don't believe it's the the ultimate editions it's just like the regular but you know that gives you the story mode and that is all you need to get what i'm uh what i'm talking about here so those have been a fucking blast dude it just brings me back to like those days with mortal kombat <coughs> when we used to rock it on like sega genesis on um mortal kombat 2 especially it's uh it is a lot of nostalgia but holy shit it is brought up to modern times i still have the i still have it for super nintendo yeah which is like the same thing as genesis uh what yeah did we, what did we uh, play it play on that. at your house with uh jacob and julian was it on ps3 super nintendo oh we played the OG. okay yeah yeah that yeah. shit that game is so fucking hard it is honestly the original <laughs> one's hard yeah we well, gotta know the moves yeah they don't tell you there's no pause move list you got to just know it. You got to like trial and error and figure it out. How did we know it back then? It was like, we, we went on like Game Facts and it yeah. was literally like DOS Word documents yeah. that we had to like sift through. Yeah. And then later when we were like nostalgically playing back, like we'd play that game on Genesis in the PS2, PS3 era, the internet was starting to be big enough that yeah. like, you know, we'd be on ebombsworld.com all day and then we'd be like, let's go over to IGN and IGN started posting some of this stuff. Well, watching the fucking story play out on this game, I mean, it is it is video game as it gets. You really got to, like, suspend your disbelief and just, like, take this in for what it is. 
Um, but it also made me reflect on that the 2019 movie because like I I, oh. I, I think I'm just I'm at the point where I'm like <laughs> so okay, rattled. <laughs> you know what? Like just stop stop trying to make the live action movies because clearly it's working super well in the game format. When you guys try and bring it into live action, it's it's not cutting it, dude. I mean, no. you said it. They don't even have the tournament. It's fuck. The movie's called Mortal Kombat. They don't have the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's like preamble to leading up to what might be a sequel with the Mortal Kombat. It's thing. stupid. I think what they well, and what was really dumb is the cliffhanger they left us on was like, "We're going to find Johnny Cage." It's like, why wasn't he in the movie this whole time? Um, I would love if they would do a series. I'm talking like HBO Max, Netflix quality, because then it would be super interesting. You could do different matchups every episode week to week that would contribute to the overall story arc. And I think there could be like, here's the main fight, which could be like the main event that happens. The main problem that needs to be solved is like, here's the main thing. We're going to have this fight, but they could like Benjamin button it and show like, what happened like here's the fight and then let's rewind find out how we got here and then that's this is what that means for the tournament like i feel like a 10 episode uh season could be real good and who knows they're probably going down that road i bet already you need, yeah you everybody need the is. right people behind it i think right like yeah because the movie all i think the only thing they got right was kano that was the best portrayal yeah, of Kano, that was good I Kano. think, at, even yeah. compared to the games. That guy fucking crushed it. He but did. then you got someone like um, Reptile. Reptile was yeah. one of my fucking favorite characters as a kid. I have loved him through every game he's appeared in. Dude's an amazing character. And what did they do in the movie? He, you know, depending on the portrayal, he is he can go from like a full lizard, like just creature, to like, a you know a a man with two legs, but like looks like a lizard to full-on human that just has like a a green ninja outfit whatever okay take your pick i don't care but the way that they showed him in that movie being the like the the beast version he's just like an animal yeah he attacks kano for like 30 seconds and gets his heart ripped out and then he's just gone i don't know they really fucked up that movie so that this was like a huge redemption for me seeing this and being like yet they're doing every character justice yeah um, they're giving everyone time to breathe and like the fights for the most part because they, they do kind of shoehorn in some shit um, the narrative just weaves directly into fights super smoothly so nice um, uh, yeah I'm excited for that I'm loving that shit man I'm excited for it but I can't I can't justify spending any money on video games until post June well and like I said it, like it's going to be part of that thing anyways. it's going to be and, part of it anyways that's true i mean injustice 2 is, is another story but mortal mm. kombat being enough game just for a little bit you know part of that that whole deal is is sweet yeah for real um the other game and i, I got this uh yesterday you saw me play a little bit of it you saw me play kind of a, a shitty portion of it i wish i could have had a no, more exciting do. thing for you to tune into uh, but that is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. And, bro, this game is... You talk about nostalgia. This shit hits home so hard on so many levels because I know I'm not the only one out there that has nostalgia for the old-school PS2 Lego Star Wars games, which there have been... I can't even name you the amount of Lego games out. There, there's a Lego so game many. for fucking every franchise. Um, this like, one, by the way, Lego. Lego is a masterclass in corporate licensing. Hell yeah. If you're not sure how to corporately license something, talk to the senior leadership at Lego because holy fuck, they got access to everything. They, they do it in such a good faithful way, you know, whether it be an actual set that you're buying. Um, it's all those little details that Lego loves to like pay attention to that. I think fans and myself appreciate, <laughs> And this game, you know, the nostalgia for the games themselves back in the day, but just Star Wars, like it, it's such a celebration of the Star Wars franchise and mainly the movies. They don't really, you can download like some of the DLC characters from other shit, but this is like, this is the nine films all in one game. And this is Lego, like Lego game, uh, like you've never seen before. It is now a full person uh, sorry, a full like third person shooter. It has combos for all the melee stuff. 
um the graphics too i did not expect this game to look as fucking good as it does um so i have like the full ps5 version right now so next gen for sure the way that it's running some of the reflections and like the environmental design and just like i I was explaining this last night the plastic on each character model like i act it looks like a fucking toy on my screen you can see the the plastic shimmer and you can tell that it's plastic and then depending on like the scene sometimes that plastic is uh is weathered or like shaved down interesting you know what i mean um that's the attention to detail i'm talking about where they're not only taking attention to detail um for the franchise and all the things and picking up on all the things the franchise is known for but just the fact is lego and really having like we're high def now to the point that the little you know on lego pieces where it actually says in super fine print the word lego yeah you can see that on every piece and it's just this game's so much fun man it's a massive massive sprawling game um i think i'm only through and i i've been playing it a lot because you know i'm off right now so like this is pretty much all i did today um i'm halfway through um the empire strikes back so it's like the second movie that i've i've tackled and like i still got seven other full games essentially to get through yeah and like so cool every bit of it man it is a blast like i think i was saying this last night um, this would definitely be a good one for you and Grayson to hop on eventually, right? Like, yeah, when he gets a bit older. Road. It's a great fucking co-op game. The problem with him right now is that, and I see it with Astro, he's like, Daddy, let's restart Astro. And I'm like, why? Because he wants to go back to the stupid fucking vending machine where you get the coins and pull the thing, and it's finite. It runs out. When it runs out, he wants to restart the game. I'm like, can't have that. Yeah, Can't have that with Lego Star Wars. Can't restart the game every 10 minutes. I'll probably create his own file, his own, like, he already has his own profile. I'll just start a game on his and we'll mess around and I'll play it myself proper. Uh, but I've heard wonderful things about this game. The only thing I think that I heard in the review roundup is that it's a little cheesy. Some of it's a little repetitive and some of it's a little cheesy, but that I, that, I feel like I'll, I'll like that. I don't know. Um, repetitive, yes, but any Lego fan just would expect that going in like these games pretty much have a loop and they they've refined it to like the craziest degree for this one i said it before this is like no other lego game you've ever played in terms of the actual gameplay and the mechanics and the loop that you're going through um but yeah like it gets repetitive but the reason i think you would dig it is because this is at its heart at its core just a platforming collectathon that is all these games have ever been. It is about yeah. collecting all the characters. Once you so the way this works, and it, because I know you haven't played these, you'll you'll start through a level right in story mode. You're pretty much locked to story mode until you beat that level. As soon as you beat it, you're awarded all the characters you played as, and I'll get to that why that's important later. Um, you you know you get your currency and and all these little unlocks, but there's a whole tiered system of all the hidden items that you missed. They basically give you a giant checklist at the end of the level saying, like, here is the thousand things you missed. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? I didn't. How did I miss that much? I'm 20 percent on this level. I I scoured every inch. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, Well, what they do is once you beat that level successfully, they unlock. uh, I think it's called free mode or like free play or something like that. Right. What that means is all these characters you've now unlocked. The idea being that you you pretty much beat the game and then go back to revisit old levels is every single class of character has a different ability that can unlock a different part in the game or do something metroidvania style where you're playing the first round you'll get to like a wall and there's kind of this glow around the wall and you're like "Uh, what is this what the fuck am i supposed to do you you punch it you shoot it nothing's happening well by the end of the level if you unlocked one of the jedis Maybe when you redo the level and you choose to be a Jedi, you can, you know, mind manipulate that wall and, and blow it up or something. Oh, and there's, there yeah. are dozens and dozens of ways in which that type of scenario comes into play. And there's 380 characters in this game. 
Wow. That's not an over-exaggeration. That's literally the number. If you are they all the Star Wars characters? Or every single random? one of them. Nope. Oh, okay. Every, every single Star Wars character. And, and this is like, you know, oh the, there's probably a dozen Luke Skywalkers. There's like one mm. for each film. Right. There's the, the regular one. There's the, the Stormtrooper one. Stormtrooper like one, the, yeah. Yeah, the one, the one in the black outfit with the green lightsaber, the one with the yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, there's tons of variations <clears throat> of even a single character. But, and I can't confirm this, but I was looking through the menu some of those combinations are set within costumes for each of those 380 characters. Oh my God. So now you're expanding out to fucking, I don't know how many at that's that point, insane. but that's where the collectathon nature comes in. Would right? it, would it be an easy platinum, like a ratchet and clank level platinum? You think? I don't know because I haven't looked at it. Um, but if any of those things required to get the platinum are like, uh, you know, a uh, true Jedi, is what they call it when you get all the a level of like your your coins, I guess you want to call them. Um, they're studs, like Lego studs. Yeah. Um, you like get a certain thing. amount per level. If you collect all the collectibles, you get all the characters. Like if that's required, no. <laughs> lengthy. This is a very <laughs> very lengthy game. But that was the drawback in the day, and it still is now. Yeah. The, the drive for me, as soon as I beat the uh, A New Hope, find as everything. As soon as I rolled credits. I, w- I literally was like, let's fucking go. I restarted that before even going to Empire Strikes Back. I restarted the level, or the, like the whole the whole movie, essentially, thinking, okay, I'm going to 100% A New Hope. Then I'm going to go to Empire Strikes Back. But I still didn't have, because the, like the way I guess they built this game is you really have to work your way through most of the nine movies to get some characters, because I still was not able to travel to certain parts of the map. There was still stuff locked off. Um, even though I unlocked everything I could in a new hope. So this really is going to be like a game that you play through. You kind of play through the story, take it in for what it is. You mentioned it's cheesy and they lean into that. That's what these games are. Anyone going in is like, Oh man, it's fucking cheesy. It's not for me. Like I think most people playing these games like realize like, okay, it's, it's cheese, but it's deliberate. It's not yeah, cheese yeah. where it's just like, ooh, that was a misfire. That's not yeah, yeah. funny. Like, they basically, you know, take the piss out of every Star Wars trope that yeah. we all know. And uh, fuck, man, I, I like, I can't wait. As soon as we're done doing this, I'm gonna hop back onto that. I shit. wonder. I wonder if they if they poke fun at how bad that last trilogy was. Oh well, it'll be a while till I get there. But, it would uh, be a while to maybe, get there. Maybe I liked I it. I liked that trilogy. I liked Force Awakens, and well, I don't even remember the other two what they're called. But I wasn't <laughs> as big a fan of those. I think the worst trilogy for me is the fucking prequel trilogy. Like I like Revenge of the Sith, but the other movies are garbage. There's a lot to hate about the prequels, but honestly, I yeah. still maybe it was because I was a kid. Yeah, um, you have a you have a soft spot for it. I, I, I definitely it. have a soft spot for a lot yeah, of that's the. Fair. For me, again, I guess my background and what, you know, I've, I've kind of taken to in my life, it's the art design. Yeah, yeah. There's something about the art direction of the prequels that I still, to this day, I'll fucking go to my deathbed arguing that, like, that shit was incredible. Yeah. From the spaceship, Darth the, Maul. the clothing yeah. design. Darth Maul is the fucking dude. Yeah. I I gotta see him come back in The Mandalorian. Or he might. Boba Fett or something. I don't know. Bring he that might. motherfucker back. They did Listen, it in Clone Wars. if anyone's going to bring Please. him back, it's going to be Jon Favreau. For yes. sure. For sure. But the the prequels just had this look to them and, and the design around even the cities that they developed in those things. The underwater city that they go to in the first one. Like, There's so much going yeah. for those movies. It's It was just brought down by really poor story to be honest and right, i think yeah. everyone would agree on that the new movies i like the force awakens a lot even recognizing that it is basically a carbon a copy story wise yeah. <laughs> um yeah. the second one it, like you i can't remember i can't differentiate i get them a lot of the screwed up the yeah third. well I, I screw up those and I, I i mix in like oh was that wait was that rogue one was it solo like i, I screwed up with those rogue, ones too rogue, rogue one's one, incredible real quick one of my favorite Star Wars movies. By it's far. so good. So good. Rogue and, One was a fucking incredible. The only thing I like better than Rogue One and Solo, by the way, which is up there too, mm-hmm. is Mandalorian. Mandalorian oh, yeah. Yeah, season yeah. one is the best Star Wars thing ever made. And then it's followed by Rogue One and Solo for sure. Did you 
Did you finish Mandalorian? Oh, yeah, oh, you, No, you finished season two. Sorry, did you finish oh, Book yeah. of Boba Fett? We talked about I this. I did. In, okay. I did. I, the I last scene, in, the last had, episode of Boba Fett. Incredible. Incredible. Please make the whole season like that. Why did we waste four episodes of nonsense? Like I told you when we talked about this, to me, I just looked at the first four episodes like it was the Godfather in space because that's literally what it was literally like an organized crime beef. Yeah. And and then once they got past that and started putting more action into it, and the Mandalorian showed up and they figured out like, oh, here's what we're going to do with Grogu. Here's what we're going to do with like how these two work together. Brilliant. Well, absolutely the, brilliant. This Skywalker game, man, like it's called the Skywalker saga. So, you know, there's probably not room for this. I like... I've only played through a movie and a half out of the nine movies. And already I'm like, Hey guys, real quick, please make Mandalorian DLC. Please make yeah, Rogue One They DLC. probably will. Please make, well, the, my only hesitation is that, you know, it's branded. It's the Skywalker saga. It is the Skywalker. The wasn't in, he wasn't in force awakens. Was he? No, no, no. Th- this, that's the term for like the, Oh, the those movies. nine movies. Okay. It's not including anything else. Oh, I so, see. But like, fuck that. Who cares? Who, fuck branding. Fuck, fuck yeah. whatever message you guys had to put out there because I will buy it as like a, you know, hopefully it would be like a DLC one-time purchase deal. Maybe. Um, Make but, another game. Make another game. Make a, I'd play a solo game. If they were just like Han Solo, Lego, the video game, I'd be like, how much? Here's my money. Take it all. Well, the compromise right now is... It's kind of shitty too because it's really expensive. You can buy Han Solo from the Solo movie or Mandalorian and Grogu as DLC, but they're like four dollars each. And for the characters or for a story that goes with them, just the characters added into the game, right? Lego, hey Lego, hey PlayStation. That's really weird. (laughs) Well, like, dude, there's three hundred and eighty characters in the game. Why I'm not paying? Why would it? Yeah, just for the helmet and the cape. Come on, (laughs) this is weird. It's a weird move. Did you know that Grogu in Lego, because I have the Razor Crest in Lego, as you've seen, Grogu is the size of one point on a stand. Because I don't know if everybody knows, but Lego is made to all fit together and be standard regardless of what set you have. So the little rows of dots, like a mat you would have that you would place figurines on, Grogu, his whole body is one of them. So most figurines are two. Yeah. yeah. Most minifigures are two. Grogu is one and he's tiny. Does he have his yeah. little pod? His little no. pod? Oh. No, he came with, and, and Mandalorian's in his old beat-up armor too, which I was kind of like, nice. mm. I was like, yeah, nice, but also like, well, see, the thing is like, I... You want the shiny, what, shiny. I want the shiny, shiny, but also there's, when because of how much Lego I have, what I'm starting to realize about minifigures, and we're going off on a really fucking geeky tangent, but I don't really <laughs> care. Um, the thing I like about minifigures related, is when... Man. When they, okay, when they just print, uh, so for Batman, when they just print the Batman logo and the chest and the belt and it's just printed onto the figure and the figure is the same shape as every other minifigure, that's fine. When you add a cape, it gets cooler. When you add a weapon, it gets cooler. When you add a helmet or a mask, it gets cooler. But I don't like prefab molded for the whole body. Like add something cool. So what I'd love to see with Mandalorian is like, the armor is like a different piece that goes on top of the minifig. Do you know what I'm saying? Have they ever done that though? Or you're just saying yeah. you'd like to see No, they've done it. Like, I got a lot of minifigures, man. If you come take a close your, look. You have like a whole glass case with like rows yeah. and like, which is fucking dope as hell, by the way. It's pretty cool. It was like, dude, that thing was 10 bucks on Amazon. Oh, seriously. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like I'll just hold all the minifigures in here. And if you look at some of them, some of the more recent ones, like they do cool stuff with the body. So Iron Man, they have the Iron Man where it's just the helmet that goes on top. They also have the helmet that flips out. They have a minifigure with the helmet that flips out. So it's things like that. And again, it's Lego's attention to detail. Like, dude, I got that Mustang I built. And I think it's like 132 ratio or whatever it is. So it's big. And the the place you put your windshield washer fluid in a car, they made that piece inside the Mustang the color of windshield washer fluid. Like, it's crazy how detailed they get. So I imagine the game's amazing, and I'm definitely going to play it. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, with Grayson, you'd love it. On your own, you'd love it. The, uh, the only downside, and this wasn't promise, it was just kind of a, uh, I don't know, I... I had this as an expectation and maybe I just, I shouldn't have. It's not like, again, a letdown. 
but uh, there's no online multiplayer, which you look at a Weird. game like this that has couch co-op, like it's split screen. And it's like, man, like it, it's just the perfect game for online multiplayer. And uh, like, I would have loved, there's a few people like my buddy, Derek heavy into it. Connor and I, like we used to play that in high school. Uh, you and me, yeah. I think would have enjoyed it. There, like it, it was a missed yeah. opportunity for sure. For um, sure. Cause I would have loved that. But other than that, um, it does have the split screen, which, uh, I think you and Grayson would super dig. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that's it for like what I'm playing. I mean, I downloaded the GTA five next gen, which I did, did too. As well, right? yep. 12 bucks. I got to take a break. Why not? 12 bucks, best <laughs> deal in gaming for sure. Well, listen, man, I haven't played that game. Like I'm replaying these old games. Mm-hmm. I haven't played GTA five since PS three was like at the end of its generation. So that's yeah. like eight fucking years ago. Yeah. Nine years ago. No more than that. It's going to feel more than that, like so 15 years ago. New to yeah. You, man, because oh, you, like the, yeah. you missed the PS4 version, right? I did. So yeah, I bought, so that, that's what I mean. Bombs. So I'm trying to figure out how long ago that was. Yeah. So I bought Grand Theft Auto 5 with like the lock bag it came with, like the yeah. super crazy edition for PS3 at the end of the PS3 generation. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I'm definitely going to play it again. And it's going to be amazing. 12 bucks. Yes, please. I booted it up. Uh, I don't have much to say on it because I, I, I played it for like 10 minutes just to kind of see. I really wanted to understand what the, the upgrade was. And like, it looks nice, man. It's, you know, we, we saw the P, uh, the PC version come out and it was like the GTA 5 for the first time in like 60 frames and more. Um, and I was looking at that game like, holy fuck, it looks so much better at base yeah. 60. Um, so to finally go from 30 frames a second in GTA five to 60 Probably super is smooth. a fucking, it looks Especially like driving. a different game. Oh like, yeah. Especially yeah. driving with yep. 3d audio. Oh my God. The responsiveness, the adaptive triggers, like the, the whole thing, man, it's, uh, it's cool. I don't know nice. when I'm going to get to it, but I was like, it's it's 10 bucks that those goddamn people in marketing were brilliant because they're like, here, like it's 1250 or whatever the hell it was. But it's going to go up in price after a month. So if you wait, you're going to have to pay more. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, I'm, def- I'm definitely doing this. Of course. And it comes with Grand Theft Auto Online, which who knows? I might try that out too. Yes. Why not? That's a that's a whole. That's a whole other you, thing. You'll lose your life to that. So be careful. Probably. <laughs> here's So here's another update I have. I don't know, have you listened to the podcast that Hassan Karaman was on? Have you figured out how to listen to it yet? No. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Take that link. Take that link, get a, get an RSS feed, an RSS feed reading app. Pa- Patreon, by the way, is, is the dumbest thing in the world. Um, and I'm going to say that and maybe we are, we're on it one day, but whatever for now, it's the dumbest thing ever. So you sign up to Patreon to listen to this episode on, on uh, sacred symbols or whatever the podcast is. And yeah, they deliver you a bunch of lines of text. It's because there's an app that needs to read it. Okay. I listened to this podcast. It was an hour and five minutes long, and I'm even more infuriated about Abandoned than I was before I listened to it. Okay, so before we leave, please just fucking tell me, did he give literally even an ounce of detail towards what this okay. game is in any way, so, shape, or form? So he did a little bit on the story. So he talks about Jason Longfield. Do you remember who that is yes. from the description? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, Jason Longfield... He's like, that's who the main game is going to be about. This prologue he's trying to release is going to be about another person, sort of in the same way like Maiden to Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be that kind of a situation, almost like a demo. And apparently the guy with the eye patch that we thought was Solid Snake when they were teasing it was a Metal Gear game, that guy, his name is Paul Longfield. And he's the brother of Jason Longfield. And essentially what happens is it's an island where people are abandoned because they were kidnapped. And this Paul Longfield guy is like the mastermind and Jason Longfield is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So very much sounds like a combination of like that. What's that new game coming out? The sequence to until dawn. Oh, the core, the quarry. Yeah. It feels yeah. like a bit of the quarry. It feels like a bit of the quarry. It feels like a bit of until dawn. It feels like a bit of resident evil. It feels like a bit of um, silent Hill. It's like Can a blend of all these things. The type of game abandoned is though. <laughs> no. Like- no, he didn't. He he was evasive. He didn't answer questions. His he he learned too much slang in English and doesn't know how to actually properly talk in English. So a lot of his responses didn't actually make sense. 
Um, dude, this is going to blow your mind. How much money do you think he spent developing the game so far to date? Oh, fuck. Well, I, I'm totally convinced he's just scamming the government to get money. Take a guess. Take a guess. How much money do you think has gone into this game? Heavy air quotes. That's what um, I think it is, too. How much do you think has gone into it? He, he said the number on the podcast. How much do you think? It's still labeled as an indie game. Um, yeah, I mean they are an indie studio. This isn't like a big like PlayStation. I know they put them up on the blog. They're not backing this in any way. So I don't know. Uh, Twenty million. Thirty thousand dollars. No. Thirty thousand dollars. A lot for an indie. I, I grossed it. Dude, me. but that's even still it, nothing. But like, but if you said ten a tenth of that, if you said two million, I'd be like yeah, yeah, thirty thousand dollars. And like so, call in whatever the fuck the host of this show, he's like, wait a second. He's like, it's well known in video games that each head that works on a game is $100,000 per year, give or take. You said you have 50 people working on it. That's $5 million. What the fuck are you talking about? Evade the question and talk about something different. Like five mil to start and then actually production costs. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) $30,000 is what he's put into this game. What the fuck? We might get Pong, dude. Like for that money, yeah, you you sure. you couldn't build Pong nowadays for thirty thousand dollars. Like, interesting. I'll, if I find some time, um, which I mean I have a lot of, but do I want to dedicate find, it to this? Well, uh, so so whatever. Find a game. Find a game in your library. Like this is my move right now. Yeah, is like yeah. I'm finding games where I don't need the soundtrack. Like I'll listen to it for 3D audio to see what it's like, and then I'll be like, fuck this. Put it on mute. You hold your PS. Your your sound button on your PS controller shuts off all the mute, all the sound. I put on, put on my phone, put on a podcast. Way better experience mm. with a lot of games. Like San Andreas, I was like, I could not give a fuck about anything being said in a cutscene. So I literally put it on mute, skipped every cutscene, listened to a podcast. So, dude, you've got to listen to this because it's going to infuriate you. <laughs> but it's also like I clearly missed stuff because I was actually listening to it while I was trying to work today. So I probably missed like twenty percent of it. But, um, and then he went on Twitter and talked about how bad of an interview it was. And everyone's like, yeah, it was like in the comments and the retweets, like, yeah, Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I literally have nowhere to go from here because like we, we invested so much time in this last year being like, I know hopeful that not only it would be like there was all the rumors about it being like a kojima joint and silent hill metal gear that that aside just being like hey there might be a cool survival horror game coming to playstation 5 and like that's exactly they're promising it's gonna look super realistic and high end and all this stuff it's like i'm always down for a survival horror but like this i just i don't know they need to put something out put out the trailer man why is yeah, the trailer no, it's, a year delayed? That makes no sense to me. It's gonna be it's gonna be really bad. Whatever comes out is gonna be really bad. He kept saying he's like, I can't release it because I'm not happy with it. I can't release it because it doesn't represent our best work. And he just keeps talking in circles. You're it's an infuriating hour, but it'll <laughs> at least give you some more peace of mind that it's nothing. Right. That this guy's in over his head. He went down a road he didn't know how to get off of. His studio's not even really a studio. Like, I feel like his studio's not even incorporated. It's just like, I feel like if you and I, I feel like for our podcast, if we wanted to call our podcast the Blue Box Studios podcast with that exact logo, we could probably do it and there's no legal recourse because I bet you that fucking thing isn't even trademarked. I bet you, like, this is how flimsy everything is with him that I feel like he's literally just like, I need to eat. Um, I'm going to convince the government I'm working on a video game and they're going to give me money. (laughs) Thirty thousand dollars. Like it's not the crazy. A used Jeep. A used Jeep Cherokee is what he's invested into the development of a video game. Indie or not, that is horseshit. Like it cost. It cost like what five times that to make Hotline Miami as an example. Get the fuck out of here. This is weird. Anyways, yeah. Rant. Rant finished. Well. I'm going to wrap things up, but before we go, we have free candy because, I mean, we've been talking about shit to play all episodes. So why not? There's actually fucking quite a quite a bit this month. Um, have, you, have you started doing any of this, by the way? Like, now you're working at Amazon. Have you checked out the Twitch Prime? Like, there are some games on there. I know you don't have, like, a PC that's, like, game ready yet, but... Mm. you can just stack up a library for when you do it's true yeah um, no i'm gonna work on that i haven't i haven't gotten that far i'm still trying to learn 
about the company, about our products, about our clients. Um, it's been like, I'm in my fourth week, which is kind of wild. Um, I'm going to be getting on client stuff really soon, but it's a lot. It's a very complex, but very valuable offering they have. Mm. Um, and, and it's like, think about everything they own. They just bought MGM. Yeah. Like they got prime, they got IMDB, they got fire TV, they got Kindle, they got audible, they got Zappo shoes. They've got whole foods. They've got like, there's so many facets of the business. And like trying to learn it all is a task. So well, I'll get to Prime Gaming eventually for sure. Well, for this month, um, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, which was a fucking game I put way too much time into. Um, you got that free Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville, Galaxy of Pen and Paper, Nanotail Typing Chronicles, Monkey Island 2 Special Edition, Guild of Ascension. And dude, this next title is like the best title I've ever heard for a video game. Uh, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. It's a real game. Nice. If you want to play it, it's free. Um, Epic Games right now has both Rogue Legacy and The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which is like a fucking sick walking simulator. Great game. Um, On Game Pass right now, there is both Cricket 22, MLB The Show 2022, Chinatown Detective Agency, Dragon Age 2, Plat... Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, and Star Wars Squadrons. And Games with Gold. I don't know why. I, I should probably stop announcing these. I don't think anyone downloads these fucking <laughs> Games with Gold. But anyways, Never another know. site, an Outpost Coloki X. Never heard of those. If you guys are interested, they're free right now. Wow. And uh, PS Plus this month is Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, Slay the Spire, and SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. By the way, right before we go, that game, SpongeBob game, um, mm-hmm. that is like a classic Spyro type. I remember, like, yeah. Platforming thing. Uh, I I haven't played it, but I do want to try and check it out. So nice. Uh, give that one a look. See. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us today. Bit of a different show. But a good time talking about all the shit that we're enjoying right now. So until next week, uh, thank you all for listening. Take care, and we will see you then.